Welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence, Ask the Experts, a live bi-weekly show to help you know what to do and what's new in digital marketing for 2021 and beyond. Ask questions, suggest topics, and grow faster with actionable insights and proven strategies from the world's leading experts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence, Ask the Experts. I'm Marissa Morgan, your show host and business development manager at Engage. On behalf of myself and the entire team at Engage, I'm really excited to welcome you to today's show because today's topic is a hot, hot topic. Today, we're talking about how to grow your business on Clubhouse. Yes, you've heard about it. It's the audio-only social platform app that is really something to be talked about today because it's it's changing the way that people are doing business. It's changing the way people are getting leads. And it's an incredible platform that can help you grow your business if you know how to use it. Today's guest is going to be joining me to share with us her incredible strategy so that you can get on Clubhouse generate more leads, and ultimately land more business. And isn't that what we all want, right? So we're going to have her join me in just a moment. She's a very special guest. And I want to remind you that after my talk with her today, don't go anywhere because at the end of every show, I share our Engage Digital Marketing News of the Week. And we are in the middle of a five-part series to discuss LinkedIn company pages and how to get the most out of your LinkedIn company page. So stick around for our Engage Digital Marketing News of the Week after today's special guest. Now, before we get started, I want to remind you that all of our incredible information and this incredible show today is produced and brought to you by Engage. Now, if you're not familiar with Engage, I'm going to pop up our Engage Live, EngageLive.com. I want you to screenshot that because Engage is a credible, is an incredible platform that gives you access to the world's only free forever suite of sales, marketing, and support tools. These are tools to help you grow your business, help you scale, and most importantly, help you optimize your customer experience. That's what Engage is all about. But besides our suite, of 25 plus free forever tools, our subscribers also have access to an assortment of incredible optional features and optional services like Engage Live, which you see there on your screen. At the end of our show, I want you to visit Engage Live. Check it out because Engage Live is an opportunity for you to take your business and your content to the next level. Engage Live is an opportunity for Engage to help you create your own live stream. Why live stream? Well, it helps you build trust and ultimately sell more. Live streaming helps you engage in unlimited leads. Engage Live also helps you expand reach and scale faster. And when you live stream, we can track results and allow you to grow your business smarter. That's what it's all about. Now, why choose Engage Live? We have the option of proven show strategy. So we have a strategy to help you get your live stream up and running. We give you access to streaming software to get your live stream up and running. We also have email script and media kit templates to help you organize and produce your show. If you want a show host or a moderator, we have the option of providing one for you. We can promote your show, give you access to repurposed video, and also the analytics associated with your live stream as well. So you know exactly that you're targeting your target demographic. So Engage Live is an incredible option for you to not only take your company, take your message, take your brand live to LinkedIn Live, to YouTube, to Facebook, but it's an opportunity to keep up with today's digital trend of live streaming. Okay, that is enough about Engage because I know you're all very anxiously awaiting the introduction of today's special guest. Today's special guest is joining us 
all the way from Cleveland, Ohio. Her name is Turdon DeBeau. And if you don't know who Turdon is, you need to. Turdon DeBeau is considered the go-to expert when it comes to helping grow and scale service-based businesses. And she specializes in helping industry leaders connect through leadership to digital marketing. She does that so they can explode their brand and business. That's okay, girl. Clients are calling. You must answer, right? Um, she helps. She helps businesses grow their brand to the six and seven figure mark. Now, as the founder of Creative Thought Solutions, Turdon has provided services for companies, some you may have heard of, maybe AT&T, right? The Urban League of Greater Cleveland, Caesars Casino, and hundreds more global businesses. She has grown her business, and I really love this, from a one-woman show to a team of 10 people that specialize in finding creative solutions for companies and obviously helping them accelerate their growth. As a business growth coach, she combines coaching, strategy, consulting, and implementation through her agency to drive maximum results for her very happy clients. One's calling her right now to tell her how much she rocks, right? <laughs> Turdon has been featured in several media outlets, such as Forbes and Authority Magazine as a leader in her industry, and also has been able to achieve really amazing partnerships with corporations such as Microsoft and with organiza organizations such as the Young Entrepreneur Institute. We're excited to have Turdon here because in 2020, which is very recently, she founded ClubhouseDaily.com, the largest Facebook group for business owners using Clubhouse. She founded this to help CEOs and experts understand how to leverage their time on Clubhouse to achieve maximum income, maximum income, maximum impact, and strategic connections. She is also the Clubhouse expert for Social Media Examiner, teaching the latest in Clubhouse tips, techniques, and best practices. She serves on the Board of Trustees for the Student Navigation and Black Professional Association Charitable Foundation to help facilitate change in her community. And she is here today with Engage to help us all understand how to take advantage of this audio platform called Clubhouse. Turdon, thank you so much for joining us today. Welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence. Thank you for being our expert. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to, to be a part of the show today. You are amazing. Thank you for the introduction. I appreciate it. Well, you're an easy woman to introduce with so many amazing credits behind your belt and a very unique story of how you have really come up in your business, founded your company, become such an expert on Clubhouse. So we're excited to have you here to, you know, share a little bit about that with us. But also Clubhouse is such a fascinating platform that yes. people are jumping on board, but then people are also like, oh my gosh, I'm scared. So we're <laughs> yeah. excited to have you here. And I'd love to start off our talk um, first congratulating you on your upcoming seventh year anniversary of your Thank company. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. Share with us that. a little bit about the path that led you to found your company and what initially drew you to Clubhouse as a place to do business. Yes. Thank you. So uh, what started this whole journey uh, was me actually being fired on my day off from work. <laughs> oh, girl. Oh, wait, can I just say I've been there? I've been there. I was literally leaving a vacation and they called me to say, yeah, yeah. I was like, really? Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that, but that turned out well for you, right? Yes. I feel like I got pushed on the cliff and I had to, I was forced to build the wings on the way down. Uh, it was, it was in that moment because I, I got caught into the office. I was working on uh, piloting a show at the time called What's Good Cleveland. And I went in to go get my check. I was excited because we were shooting this pilot. And when I go in there, they said, OK, can you come into the office? And uh, you ever know, you ever hear a man talk about that feeling of when his girlfriend says, honey, we need to talk. Yeah, that was the feeling that I got when they asked me to come into the office. No bueno, <laughs> no bueno, right? <laughs> right. I, I didn't know what they were going to say. But when I went in there, 
they they sat me down and they said, hey, you know, we're going to have to let you go. And I was just, the room kind of stopped and I'm like, let me go. Like, uh, this is not even my, I'm, I'm on my day off. Like, what am I supposed to do with this information? And at the time, you know, my children were very, very young and I didn't know what I was going to do. So I went outside and my partner for the show at the time, uh, he, he said, okay, so now it's time to, to do your business full time, your marketing company. And I was just like, no, I am not ready to do that. No, this is not, no, uh, uh, no, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. And uh, I just didn't feel ready to to take that leap. But I did it anyway. I did it afraid. I did it, you know, without having all the tools that I needed. Uh, but I did it. And so uh, that was one pivotal moment in my life. And and what kept me going was the promise that I made before then. Before then, I had a, another significant life change in which I, I was very, very young. My, my children were very young at the time. And I remember just not knowing exactly what it was that I wanted to do at all. I didn't know. I didn't know what career path I was going to take. I was kept going through schools and going through different majors. And I was just like, oh my goodness, I'm just going to be a major in attending college at this point because I don't know what I'm going to do. And so uh, at the time I had this home and I, I wanted to, to figure things out, but I just couldn't keep a job. I just was not interested. I didn't know that I was supposed to be an entrepreneur at the time. I just knew that I didn't like working for anyone else. And when I did, I couldn't, when I lost my job and I couldn't afford to pay the rent, they took me to eviction court and they told me I had a certain number of days to, to get out of the house and I didn't have anywhere else to go. And so on the day, the last day, uh, when they came and they came knocking on my door and they told me, you know, I had to get out. They literally came in and the sheriff's office threw all of my stuff out on the curb. And I, I literally saw all of my life's possessions just sitting there on the curb. And I didn't know what I was going to do. I was a single mother of three children. And I was just like, what am I going to do next? So I remember getting this uh, disposable camera that was on the counter. And at the time, that was a thing. There was no camera phones for me to take that picture or I didn't have one anyway. And I remember taking a picture of my face and I made a promise to myself. I said, I will never be in this situation again. I don't care what I have to do. I don't care what I have to learn, but I will never be in this situation again. And I made a promise to myself and my children that, that I would figure it out and that I would um, really go after something and figure out what that something was going to be. And so fast forward to the day I got fired, I'm like, okay, I figured out my something. I knew that I loved graphic design. I was in school for graphic design design. I knew that I loved marketing. Uh, I was just figuring out what digital marketing actually was and I, and I fell in love with it. And, and flash forward now we're celebrating seven years. And before it was just me as a solopreneur knocking business to business. You heard of people knocking door to door. I was knocking from business to business, showing them my portfolio and trying to let them know that I would be able to help them. And now we've worked with some of the top companies in, in the industry. And uh, I, I couldn't have thought or dreamt up a better story for myself than to be here where I am now. Such an inspiring story and connecting with you right now uh, through a live stream, right? Virtually I, and seeing your radiance, I can say, I bet that picture on that disposable camera looks nothing like the strong, confident, powerful woman who is smiling ear to ear right now on the screen. I have that picture in my office. I, I use it as a reminder to myself. <laughs> you were the same woman inside. You yes. just had to go through what you had to go through to really evolve to what you are today. Well, Absolutely. welcome to the show. And we're so Thank glad you. to have you here. This is a global show. I'm broadcasting live just west of Minneapolis in a city called Wyzetta. You're in Cleveland. And if you're watching us right now live on LinkedIn, on YouTube, or you're watching on Facebook, leave us a comment in the comment section. Let us know where you're joining us from. And a big hello to our first viewer tuning in, Marcelo. He hey, has been watching our, our weekly shows regularly, so we're really excited to have you back, Marcelo. And if I'm not mistaken... I hope I'm right. I think you're joining us from Brazil, Sao Paulo, Brazil. I think, Marcelo, if I'm wrong, 
correct me. Welcome back to the show, Marcelo. If you're watching, make sure you join in. Let us know where you're tuning in from. And this is an interactive show. You have Turdon here, the really the clubhouse expert, according to the Social Media Examiner, which is an incredible podcast if you haven't listened to it. So she's here. She's here to answer questions. Um, but the first question I want to ask for you, oh, sure. Marcelo chimed in, said, yes, Brazil. I knew I was right. Awesome. <laughs> well, the first question I want to ask for you before we dive into Clubhouse is a simple question we ask all of our guests. What is the common problem that you see your clients coming to you, Turdon, to help them solve? The common problem that I see uh, people wanting to solve is really it boils down to them not knowing how to be an authority in their field, them not knowing how to, how to create creative uh, ad campaigns or digital marketing campaigns so that they can stand out in, in a crowded marketplace, really not knowing how to position themselves, not knowing how to increase their prices effectively, not knowing how to move from word of mouth and referrals to actual you know, consistent leads coming into their business, not having a sales process or really like any type of marketing or sales process to be able to attract, nurture and convert people into actual paying clients that know, like and trust them and that they can provide transformation for. So those are the biggest things that I see from people. Well, and it makes sense that you've become such an authority on Clubhouse because what we're going to learn today is you've really created a proven strategy yes. that can help people get onto Clubhouse, use the platform, and turn their connections into not just connections, but meaningful connections that ultimately turn into solid leads, which can then be converted into sales. So we're excited to learn a little bit more about that in just a moment. I do want to say hello to Brenda. And how funny is this? Brenda said she was just in YZ over the weekend. That's where I live. That's awesome, Brenda. And she's joining us from Columbus, Ohio. Nice. Hi, Brenda. If you guys have any questions for Turdon as we go along, feel free to leave them in the comment section. Okay. I want to pop up a slide and I'll read through it in case you're listening to us on the podcast audio and you're not watching the screen, but I want to share an outline of what we're going to be talking about today so that you can, you know, have an idea, definitely stick around because I do want to show you this winning strategy that Turdon has proven effective and share with you how Clubhouse can help you grow your business. So why Clubhouse works for business. That's the first thing we're going to talk about. We'll talk with Tradon about how your audience is on the platform, how your audience is interested in what you have to say, and why it's important that your audience sees you as a thought leader. And Tradon mentioned that a lot of times people don't know how to become the authority in their topic or their subject matter. So we'll talk about how Clubhouse can help you do that. Then for the second part of our talk, we're going to talk about what profit means. And that's an acronym, 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 that's not a word, acronym. And it's a winning strategy to help you get more clients. It's about positioning, return on intention, your offer, your funnel, your intentional traffic and conversion, and then tracking the data profit. So we'll talk about exactly what that means. And Turdon can walk us through each of those steps. So the big question everybody wants to know, Turdon, and it's a big one. How do we use Clubhouse to help us grow our business? Tell us about the audience on Clubhouse and why we want to be in front of them. Yes. Yeah, so the thing that I love about Clubhouse and why I, I chose to use that as a platform for myself is because there are so many different type of people from all over the world, from so many different industries, and they're on Clubhouse and they're having these meaningful conversations amongst each other with experts. They're asking these intelligent questions to be able to understand how they can work through any, any problems they may be needing to solve, or maybe just having conversations about how they feel uh, in different industries about different types topics. And I think it's beautiful because unlike a, a podcast where maybe, you know, you hear 
two people talking or one person talking or having a few people talking um, and you're not able to raise your hand and, and ask a question, it, you actually have an on-demand audience who is actually listening in, into this conversation that can raise their hand and they can come on stage and they can ask these questions and they can help expand the conversation um, that is going on. And so from that, you get you get so much richness of not only data from your audience who is online there, but then you also get to make the connection because a lot of times when people are listening to you, um, unlike when they're watching you, you know, they have to really be intentional with their listening into the conversation and they're going to connect to the intention behind your words. They're going to connect to the emotion. They're going to connect to your stories. They're going to connect to your expertise and you're able to move them through the know, like, and trust factor in real time. Whereas a webinar, you have you have to get people to opt in and you have to give them reminders and you have to hope that they show up and you have to hope that they're engaged. Um, with Clubhouse, you have to be present in order to, you know, sit in the room and listen into these conversations. And so you're able to build that know, like, and trust factor. And then people can decide and determine, okay, what next step am I able to take with this person that I'm listening to that I've now made a connection with? Absolutely. And everything that you just touched upon, the know, like, and trust is one of the biggest, most important things when you're building relationships and when you're trying to connect with people to make them potential new leads or customers. It's know, like, and trust. Yes. And Clubhouse is unique because it is an audio only platform. For those of you maybe watching right now, watching our show on LinkedIn Live, you see our video, you see our face. Terdon and I had to do our makeup to get this live stream up and popping <laughs> today, right? But Clubhouse is audio only, which means you don't need a lot of fancy equipment or lights or tools or even have to put the effort into, you know, putting yourself together. You can literally be in pajamas, be anywhere in the world. Am I right, Terdon? And all you have to do yes. is participate through audio. I love that because I know there was a time where, where Michael Stelzner and I had a, a room in his social media examiner club and there were hundreds of people in there and I definitely was in my pajamas. Wow. I was definitely in my pajamas and I was in my room and I, you know, had my blanket wrapped around me and I was in there and I was able to still, you know, share my stories and share, share my expertise um, and make those connections with people without the pressure of having to show up on camera to do that. And there is a lot of pressure with that. And I think, and you can let me know if you agree, but I, I think maybe Clubhouse has become so popular because a lot of people aren't comfortable in front of the camera, right? Mm -hmm. But day in and day out, we are all, well, we're not always on our phones anymore because we text a lot, right? <laughs> right? But as far as talking, putting on an audio, making a voice memo or recording, leaving a voicemail, all of those things is really second nature to us when it comes to communication. Right. No, th that's absolutely correct. We're able to, especially for introverts, I know that sometimes Clubhouse can be really, really great for introverts because whereas you don't, you don't feel like you have to put on or you don't get the anxiety of, oh, everyone's watching me. They're judging me. They're judging everything that I'm doing. It's like, no, I could just be, I could show up in my authenticity. I could show up as myself. And this is a conversation. And then the rooms are not recorded um, unless, you know, you get permission, but the rooms are not recorded. So it's like, so what if I stumble over my words a little bit? So what if I'm vulnerable in this because I feel uh, led to share something in this particular room? Um, so what if I'm experimenting today to see what's working and what's not working? You know, I get to I get to do that here on this platform. Absolutely. Now, let's talk about why the audience on Clubhouse is your target demographic, why they are interested. Let's talk about how Clubhouse makes it easier to be in front of your target demographic. How does that happen? How does that happen organically? It's because the way Clubhouse is set up, right? Like interested people, like each other, and then the topics and the clubs and the rooms. It's easier to be in front of your target demographic on Clubhouse, isn't it? Correct. And the, the great thing is, last time I checked statistically, there are 300,000 rooms going on at any one time on Clubhouse. 
That is a lot of rooms going on around the world with so many conversations. What? Wait, 300,000 rooms at one moment is are happening live on Clubhouse. Correct. And then and you think about some rooms have a thousand people in them. Some have 10,000 people. Absolutely. It's like 3 million people at any time having conversations on Clubhouse. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the beautiful part about that is that there are people having these conversations about literally everything. So if you have certain keywords at the, at the top three, um, three, uh, three lines of your bio, you know, those act as a search engine. So if someone's searching for a particular topic, you know, you may be coming up so that they can follow you, uh, clubs, you know, with different interests and different keywords in it, people are able to find you that way. I know there are different, uh, there are different subject matters. There are different topics. There are different. And then, uh, the, the cool thing about the algorithm of clubhouse is that, you know, whoever you follow, you you are seeing the rooms that they're in at any given time. And so that's how I've been able to find a lot of great rooms that I normally may not have found because I started exploring and seeing, okay, if, you know, if this person is connected and I see that they're, you know, good at this subject matter, let me turn on my bell or my notification to see when they go live and let me see who they're connected with and let me see what rooms that they're in and let me see what clubs that they're following because then you kind of go, you get, you get to go down and you get to curate your own experience. And so not only is the algorithm helping you, but you're also self-selecting, you know, these are the things that I want to hear about. These are the conversations that I want to have. These are the communities that I want to be a part of here on this app. And so with so many people that are doing these and, and having these rooms um, and so many audiences that are there, it's easy to stumble into a room where a, a great conversation is being had and your audience is all sitting there listening. And because you know that that no one can show up for someone else, whereas you can curate com content online and someone can post for me right now on Instagram and nobody would know the difference, but no one can show up as me on Clubhouse. To Someone's be in a like, room. hi, I'm Turdon. And they're like, <laughs> uh, that doesn't sound like you. And then you're like, Turdon. Someone's like, literally, that's great. It's true. You, it, yes. It's authentic in the sense that it is true. No one can vocally pretend to be you. Um, because it's not just vocal, obviously it's, it's all of who you are. It's your thoughts. It's your, you know, the way you speak, it's your, you know, it's, it, it's you, it's you right. authentic and true. So yeah. that's pretty, it's a good point. That's a good point. A lot of people in today's day and age, actually, I think hide behind some of their social media platforms, because Absolutely. like you said, it's very easy to seem engaged but be totally checked out at the same time. Absolutely. You know, one thing that, um, you know, people started doing, I know on Facebook is creating their content all in one fell swoop and then just scheduling it to go up, you know, every week, Tuesday at two o'clock, the post goes up, et cetera, et cetera, which is also a way to continue being consistent and continue with engagement. But then you're also battling really truly almost being tuned out because you're almost, you know, just putting it on, you know, timer set and forget, you know, so absolutely Clubhouse is live. It's in the moment. It's the closest mm -hmm. thing to a true conversation through a virtual platform. Yes, it really is. And it gives you the ability to be able to have, to have these real time conversations. So if, if something happens, you know, right now in this moment, and, and everyone's talking about it, you can easily just drum up a room and have a, an intensive audience right there on demand, listening and having a conversation and asking questions and being able to, to hear what people are thinking about a certain topic matter. You're able to get real time um, uh, market research too, because if, I, if I'm a journalist, just for instance, if I'm a journalist and something, some worldwide event happens and I go and I start up a room and I hear what people are saying, I literally have that I can take back and write about how people are feeling in real time about what just happened. Oh my goodness. I love this. Well, speaking of real time, I have a couple comments from some viewers joining us. Jeffrey Gould says, gotta hop. Great conversation team. Thank you so much, Thank Jeffrey. You, We're about to get into the strategy. Are you sure you want to hop? 
I think you should stick around for 10 more minutes. And this is perfect. Marcelo has a question, and I think this is exactly what we're going to dive into now. Marcelo says, I believe that Clubhouse's greatest challenges are monetization, scale, and data safety. How do you guide your customers or clients to overcome these challenges? So let's talk about that. Do you want to talk first about your strategy, the strategy of profit? Because I think ultimately that can lead to monetization. Am I right? Absolutely. That's exactly why that that strategy is in place, because uh, just in my company alone, we've been able to uh, create about a half a million dollars over the course of maybe six to seven months in new business from Clubhouse. Um, So the Clubhouse, we've been able to add thousands to our email list. We've been able to um, add add a ton of people to our online community on Facebook, our free community, uh, free community there. And the way that we've been able to do that is because it has to be the the time that you spend on there has to be intentional. You can't really rely on the app to be able to help you with monetization and scale. But if you have a strategic way to approach the app and you know that, you know, what I what I'm about to break down with the profit formula, if you're able to implement any one of these steps or all of these steps, ideally, then you'd be able to get the results that you're looking for without having to rely necessarily on the Clubhouse app per se to be able to bring those forward. And so with the profit formula, and this is something that I've implemented in my business already. And when I got on the Clubhouse app, I I said, okay, you know what? Um, If I I make a a few tweaks to what we're already doing, I believe that we can take this and and we can actually use this to grow the business exponentially in a short period of time. And uh, I was, I ended up being right on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the P for profit, the P Let is for- real quick, no, John, mm-hmm. just before you get into it, because I, I do think some new people are joining the talk. I'll mm-hmm. put that up there on the screen for everybody. If you want to screenshot this so that you can refer to it later, go mm-hmm. ahead and do that. But Trudon's about to get into what we see on there that says profit, which is an acronym. And this is her strategy to help you Basically, make the best use of your time and be strategic about what you're doing on Clubhouse. So I didn't mean to interrupt you, Turdon, but I think this is such a great visual. And I I love that you did it this way. So it's positioning, return on intention, offer, funnel, intentional traffic and conversion, and then tracking the data. So let's start off. And I know you were going to, so sorry I interrupted you, but positioning. Let's start off with the P and work our way down. Sure. So when I first came to Clubhouse, I had already been working on my positioning in my in my field, in my industry. Um, the positioning really has to do with what you want to be known for, how you're showing up consistently on the platforms that you're a part of, what problem that you're solving for your target audience, and then uh, who, who that target audience is, who is perfectly aligned to hear your messaging, and then creating that messaging for them uh, based around your signature methodology. And so all of that goes into proper positioning for yourself in your business. And so when I got on there, I, I said, okay, you know, I really love this platform, but there are a, an exponential amount of brand development people, digital marketing people, they, they are everywhere here. I said, in order for me to stand out, I have to position myself differently for what I want to do here. So although people will know that this is my area of expertise, you know, being able to help develop brands, being able to creatively uh, market companies effectively. I want to also be known for being able to help business owners understand how they can leverage Clubhouse for their business. And so I'm dedicated to being the first to jump off the cliff and figure this thing out. And as I started figuring that out, I created a a funnel around, you know, creating this community because once the rooms are over, they're over Um, there. And then a lot of times if you're a professional or if you're um, if you have any type of personal life, you can't be on Clubhouse listening to all of the rooms. 
10, 15, 18, 20 hours a day. Uh, I was doing that when I first hopped on there. I was on there for a crazy amount of time, but not everyone is able to do that. And so I'm like, okay, if I can provide notes, if I can provide a community that people can go to after the rooms are ending, a place where they can go and ask questions that without having to contact support to get them answered or having to wait for a room regarding that topic, then I, I believe that I will be able to really make the connection here and um, really stand out on the Clubhouse platform. And, and so that's where I, I bought like maybe 30 or 40 domains around Clubhouse. And the one that stuck out to me was clubhousedaily.com. I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to build clubhousedaily.com. I'll be able to tell people about it and then they'll be able to join that community to be able to understand how to use Clubhouse better. And it, it worked extremely well to be able to bring people in. And then people started knowing me for being positioned on Clubhouse as a, a leader of Clubhouse because I created this uh, community, one of the first people to create a community on Facebook from uh, the Clubhouse platform. And because of that, I was uh, in a room. There was only about 30 people in there at the time. This is probably back in early December, late November. And Michael Stelzner comes into the room and I'm talking on stage about something. And when uh, I had a habit of just clicking on people's bios, because the only thing we have are faces, bios and voices. And so I would click on uh, people's face to get to their bio on Clubhouse. And I saw that Michael Stelzner, who's the CEO of Social Media Examiner, was in the room. And I was like, oh, wait, oh, this is cool. Hey. So I don't know what I said, but I was like, okay, let me say the best thing that I can say in this moment <laughs> regarding this topic. And as soon as I did that and he read my bio and saw what I was doing with Clubhouse Daily, he hopped in my DM on Instagram and he said the key words, I love how you're positioning yourself here or over on Clubhouse. And that's why I, I always start with positioning because if you're not positioned properly, then you are going to blend in with everyone else and you're not going to be known for anything and people are not going to know what they can, what problem you're solving or what it is that you're doing because it's very, very unclear. Because I knew and I had the clarity about what I wanted to do, then I was able to, you know, make that connection with Michael Stelzner. Next thing I know, an hour later, we're, we're doing a room together. Next thing I know, he's bringing, he's flying me out to San Diego to do YouTube videos. Next thing I know, he's recommending me and, and uh, for Forbes magazine for an article to talk about how businesses can use Clubhouse. And so all of that stuff started from the positioning. And that's why I always start with positioning being the most important. When we talk about positioning, how important is our bio and our photo? You just said all we have is the bio and the photo Correct. and the audio. So how important is it that you're very strategic in your bio? Oh, it is extremely important that you're um, that you are intentional about how you're setting up your bio because that is what pe people are going to see your face and they're going to click on your face and they're going to go to your bio. So making sure that you have something that stands out as your first line is really important. So I knew that you know you only have the three lines to make an impact if, if someone wants to read more to go down to even learn more about you. And so I put. I went from homeless to owning a 10 person. Uh, it was a 10 person at the time, but 10 person digital marketing agency. And then I went into, you know, having my keywords, like I said before, having your keywords in the top three lines, along with, you know, a little snippet of your story to get people engaged so that then they will want to read further. But then the keywords will also allow people to be able to put those in if they're searching for, you know, different interests or topics or people to follow. And you'll be able to, you know, come up when people are searching for keywords, if you put those in the three, the top three lines. And then going after that, I usually do positioning statements. So who do I help? Why do I, what do I help them with? What problem am I solving? And then what backs that up? Where have I been featured? What companies have I helped? Um, then what is my intent on Clubhouse? What am I intentional about doing? And so I told, you know, I let people know about Clubhouse daily after that. And then what topics do I want to talk about? And so I put a list of topics so that people know, you know, okay, if we invite her up on stage, she can talk about these topics and we know that she can have a conversation surrounding these things. And then what, um, how I'm open to connecting. And so I let people know, hey, I'm open to connecting for, for collaborations, for um, if brands want want to, you know, hire me to, to host rooms for them. Uh, I put my intent in there and then I put my 
my connection under there. So how can you connect with me? I connect my Instagram. Uh, I don't really do Twitter, so I didn't connect my Twitter. But if you do Twitter, then it's great for you. But then, you know, because it, it goes it goes in this order. People will see your face. They'll click on it. They go to your bio. Then they go down and then they click on your Instagram or your Twitter so that they know how to connect with you on the next platform. And it goes right in that order. So making sure that you have that connected will allow people to actually send you a message or DM you on Instagram. I'll go follow you. I gained, I gained thousands of new followers just from being on Clubhouse because that's the next platform that they go to. Mm -hmm. And then just making that connection in the in the uh, message the direct messages as well. And the, the reason why it's great for people to connect with you and your DM is because then if you do have an offer that you want to put in front of them later, you can also always take the audience that has been engaging with you in your DM and Instagram. And then you could put that into your ad manager on Facebook so that you can run ads to the same people. Love it. So if you're just joining us, Terdon Debo is with us. She is truly a clubhouse expert and she's here sharing tips on how to not only be on the platform with an intention, right? And a purpose, um, but also giving us some great tips on something that seems so simple and something you may be overlooking, which is being intentional with your bio. Because like Terdon said, you have your audio, your face, basically your picture and your bio. That is everything that people can see of you on this app. So it is very important to be very intentional and purposeful in your bio and take advantage of those three top lines using keywords. Um, obviously, if there's an important message you want to share, like Tradon, uh, what, and I think yours even sticks in my mind. It's like from homeless to this, right? It's yes. like three like boom in your face. It, 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 it leaves people wanting to scroll further down your bio. Right. Incredible. Okay, so now we're talking about profit, which is Tradon's strategy for truly monetizing and growing your business, gaining more leads from Clubhouse. So we've talked about the P, which is positioning yourself, being purposeful yes. and positioning yourself. You want to be seen as an expert, a leader. You need to stand out on Clubhouse because as we've learned at any given time, Tradon shared with us, there's over 300,000 rooms happening at any given moment on Clubhouse. So how do you stand out? That is something you need to put some time and energy into thinking about. Now let's talk about the R in profit, the return on intention. What are we talking about in regards to return on intention? So uh, I know that a lot of people associate ROI with return on investment, but I, I did it and I flipped it and I said, you know what? Clubhouse is really about the return on your intention because it really relies on what your intention is for being on the platform. Uh, I know that a lot of people got separated when the platform really first first picked up its first steam because there were people that were intentional on showing up and adding value and making connections and really being able to give out a lot of knowledge um, to, to the audience and people that were a part of the experience of that room. But then there were people who were going in there and all they wanted to do was sell, 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 and they just wanted to make a quick buck. And people feel both. People feel your intention behind what it is that you're doing. And so you have to go in there and you have to understand what is my intention? Because sometimes your intention is going to be, okay, I do want to add value and I do want to lead people to take a certain call to action. And then sometimes your intention may be, okay, I want to go in there and I want to listen and I want to learn. I just want to sit back and I want to learn from people who are in other industries or about a topic that I may not know about or have a good conversation about something that you know, I normally wouldn't be able to just have a conversation about. And then sometimes your intention is, okay, you know what? I know that my audience are, are, is hanging out in these particular rooms. So let me have my spreadsheet open and let me see what questions that they're asking. And so then I know, you know, if they're asking the same questions, I can create a room around this, or I can create some content around this, or I can, you know, make that my next uh, Facebook or Instagram post. So it's really about what your intention is when you're coming on the platform. What do you want to get out of the intent that you're setting? And then making sure that you check, you know, check your reason why. You know, if you're just going to get something out of it, you know, uh, without adding any type of value to it, then you're going to get that out of it as well. But when you, if you're really looking, okay, I want to make this connection with someone. I want to, you know, create maybe, you know, find some, my next joint venture partner. I want to, 
create my, my next collaboration. Um, I found that one of the coaches for my program, I found her, she was on Clubhouse. And so she's the mindset coach now for the program that I run within my company. And so it's like, you have to be intentional about what it is that you're bringing and what it is that you're wanting to get out when you're on the platform. And that makes sense. If you think about it, when you walk into a job interview, you walk in with a very clear intention. And I think, you know, being on a platform like Clubhouse that brings so many different people together, if you think about it, globally and from all echelons and career career paths and industries, you know, it's almost like a virtual job interview that is 24-7. You know, you can yes. literally walk into a room and say, hey, this is my best me. This is what I'm interested in. This is what I bring to the table. And uh, I think that's an important thing to kind of keep in mind when you speak, speak very purposefully, not don't just, Hey guys, I'm joining you. I'm here. You know, it's, it's, if you're going to comment and contribute, I think as well, be very purposeful and contributing because people are on clubhouse to learn, right? People are on clubhouse to network, to strike up conversations with people they find to be interesting. It's not so much just a hangout. It's not just, Hey, I'm bored and here I am. And Correct. I think you, I think it's pretty safe to say you should speak when you feel like you have something to add something of value, which actually brings us to our next uh, next letter in the acronym. So profit P R O let's talk about an offer and what it means to speak on clubhouse and bring something of value, like an offer to the audience. Yes. Yeah, so a lot of times we don't realize that we have an arsenal of offers that, that are at our fingertips. And what I mean is, you know, sometimes you have to do a, a, a brain dump to say, you know, what, YouTube videos have I created? What um, what posts have I created? What what offers have I created that I can that surrounds my topic that I can create another spreadsheet? Um, spreadsheets are key here. So you have your spreadsheet and you dump do a brain dump. What are all the things that I could offer based on the conversations that I normally have? Because then if someone is asking you a question and maybe it does require you to expound a little bit further than the time that you have on the platform in that moment, then you can tell them to DM you and then you can provide them with something that you already have. So maybe it is a YouTube video that you have surrounding that topic. Maybe it is a, um, maybe it is a, a post that you did a carousel on Instagram. Maybe it is a blog that you that you posted on LinkedIn. Maybe it's, you know, any of those things. But then further than that, you know, I always tell people and I tell my clients, you need to have three types of offer in your arsenal because when you speak, people are going to want to know more from you. And so outside of them just liking your page or being in your DM, if you have a free offer that makes it easy for them to say yes. So for me, I had clubhousedaily.com. It was them opting in so that they can get access to the Facebook community. But it was valuable because it was business owners that really wanted to understand how to use and leverage Clubhouse for their business. And so it made it a no brainer offer. And I had a, um, uh, I think it was a 48% and I have a 48% conversion rate when people land on that page. Most people are signing up because it's an irresistible offer that is free and, and it's just like a no brainer. And then you have your secondary offers, which may be like your, your lower ticket offers that allows people to understand the experience with you. So every month I would have the clubhouse to cash flow training um, and I would charge $49 for that. And people would sign up for that every single month. And um, having that people can understand more about me, more about what I, the expertise that I have, and then understand what it's like to work with me as well. And then also, you know, having your actual core offer. And so a lot of times people would then get on my calendar and book a call with me and I'll do, you know, some type of consultation to see what it is that they need. And then they would go into our higher tier offers or our higher ticket offers. And so because they had built that know, like, and trust with me by hearing me and hearing that I knew what I was talking about in the clubhouse room, by the time they got to the call with me, they were like, okay, well, just tell me how much and where do I sign up? <laughs> and so it made it a lot easier for me to close on those higher ticket offers that we offer, you know, in my agency as well, because I already had that offer in place. And it really was just a matter of leading them to the offer that I wanted them to go to. 
Incredible. And I feel like offer then, to, I mean, you already kind of touched on it, but the funnel part of it. So you, yes. you have to, you get your offer out there. And as you mentioned, there are so many different ways and styles of offers. It doesn't always have to be click here for my free ebook, right? right. So many different offers that you can give to people that can be of value. And I love that you rely on spreadsheets because I'm a spreadsheet girl, just to yes. <laughs> track notes and track data and track the questions your target demographic is asking, mm -hmm. because that can help you ultimately decide on the right offer that will yes. be of value for your audience. But you've got your offer ready. And then let's talk about the funnel a little bit more. Um, funnel to me was a scary word the first time I heard it. Yes. Yeah. And I didn't quite understand what it meant. And even now that I understand what it means, some people are still confused about how to put something like that into place. What tips do you have for, you know, incorporating the, the funnel process on Clubhouse? So yeah, to make it less scary, I just really describe a funnel as a series of steps that people take to get from them being aware of uh, having a problem and you being able to solve that problem by turning them into a client that you're providing that solution for. And so that series of steps usually looks like someone being able to say yes to your offer and then going into your email or text list. So then being able, you being able to collect collect that that data of their email or text list allows you to be able to have something that you own that you're able to communicate with them and deepen the relationship with them and so you're just deepening that relationship and then you know when it comes time to convert them you being able to show like okay I've helped this person here's a case study here's a testimonial or whatever it is that you're using to be able to articulate that you really are the person to be able to solve that problem for them usually then someone will either raise their hand to say yes or they will go to the other person that they feel can actually solve the problem for them. And so that's all a funnel is, is leading them down that path. And usually you do it with some type of funnel software. So you can have your landing pages. So um, then you have your email marketing software so you can continue that conversation and deepen that relationship. And then you have something, maybe, maybe it's a phone call in which you close them. Maybe it's a sales page in which you're able to um, communicate all the details of your offer. And then they're able to actually exchange money with you to for your services or for your products. And so having all of those things in place, um, I just simplified it. I know it, it can get a little techie, <laughs> but having all of those things in place around your offer is important because you want all of that to do the heavy lifting for you. You don't want to be stuck manually doing all of that because relying on a human brain sometimes when we have a hundred other things to do and families and lives and all of that it could be a bit much. And so you want to have an automated way to lead people down that journey. And I will say our Engage platform offers some great tools like, a, you know, a CRM to help mm -hmm. manage your contacts and your leads and your funnel process, your sales steps. I like that you refer to your funnel as a series of steps. I think that that's a little bit easier for us all to grasp our heads around. Now, um, many of you are watching on LinkedIn Live, no questions coming through, which is awesome. I feel like Turdon is doing an amazing job leading us through the conversation. We are starting to get to the end though. So if you think of anything, now would be the time to drop it in the comment section. And again, I want to thank you all so much for joining us. Um, so we're talking about the funnels, more of a series of steps. And I feel like that's less intimidating. And I think one thing that's so incredibly important to remember, and you touched upon this, Turdon, we don't own our contacts when they are in a platform. We only own the contacts as our, our you know, lead list, our customer list, our connection list. When we are successful at getting those connections, those email addresses, those phone numbers, um, off of these social media platforms and into a platform, whether it's a platform like Engage to organize it, or if you happen to be a spreadsheet kind of gal, however you're going to do it, that's the only way to successfully assure that your lead list, your contacts truly belong to you. Because the minute a platform decides to make a change and take down a portion of it or all of it, if you're basing your whole business on a platform and that's how you manage your contacts, you're up a creek without a paddle. So absolutely important tip. Okay. Last two, we've got the I and the T, the last two letters in profit. So intentional traffic and conversion. 
that is, if I'm not mistaken, that's showing your customers that you're the best, right, at what you do and, and that they should choose you when they're making that decision, right? Absolutely. It's, it's really being able to understand the problems. Um, and I call it the sudden problems of your your uh, your client base. So your audience, usually um, they're, what they're going through is a sudden problem. And a sudden problem is something that's specific and significant, undeniably painful and parasitic, drastically urgent, destructive, emotionally evident, and just not aligned with where they're trying to go. And so by you solving a sudden problem for them, usually it creates some sense of them understanding, okay, you're able to solve for me something that is keeping me up at night. And so being intentional about that, that traffic and conversion is being able to say, um, and speak to that sudden problem and help them to understand, you know, I understand where you are. I understand because I've been through this or my clients have been through this. This was the the path that I took them down to get them from where they are to where they were looking to go. And you, I can do that for you as well. And then having that call to action. I've seen so many people get on Clubhouse and they, they, in the name of adding value, they'll talk for hours and hours and they never lead anyone to a call to action. Mm. They're just like, okay, they, they don't say, okay, I want you to go click the link in my bio or I want you to go DM me so that then I can, you know, so that we can hop on a call so that we can, um, or I want you to go and look at, you know, my last post where I had a case study there uh, and it shows how I was able to help someone who was just like you. So being able to be intentional with how you're leading that traffic to what you want them to do and where you want them to go is really important because if you have no traffic to your offer, you have no money through the door. <laughs> mm, ain't that the truth? <laughs> It's so basic too. I mean, I, my background is in television home shopping. And in my training, we learned the ultimate importance of something called a CTA, a call to action. Yes. You need this because it's going to help you do this or it's going to make you feel like this. And you can get it home by going here or by clicking this or yes. by picking up the phone or visiting our website or whatever. You need to, you can lead the horse to water. You can't make them drink. If you don't give them a CTA, you can lead them to the water and say, now take a drink, right? You, you're right. thirsty. So <laughs> exactly. The importance of a CTA. And then last but not least, and I think this is very important. The T stands for tracking data, tracking the yeah. data. How important is it to you know, track the data and be able to work on your strategy on Clubhouse? Uh, tracking the data is, is so important because it allows you to know if what you're doing is actually working. <laughs> Sometimes uh, we, you know, we do what we feel and we do the things that we, that work best for us, but we're not seeing if it's actually working in the marketplace. If it's working amongst the people that we're saying that we're here to serve or the audience that we are attracting. And so uh, I created uh, like five different spreadsheets surrounding different things that people you know should be tracking but you should also be tracking the activity of the room so whenever i, I go live in the room i use something called direcon.com and that tracks the data but there are several different tools that you can use um i know that one of them is uh hold on a second i'm just gonna pull it up so i don't butcher the name so when you're in Clubhouse, you can also use, uh, you can use Direcon, D-I-R-E-C-O-N.com. You can use clubhousetools.xyz. You can use clubhub.site, but those are all analytics tracking tools that you can actually track what's going on in your room. And it will let, allow you to know the duration of your room, uh, the listeners that that actually were in there, the average stickiness, how sticky was your room? How long did they stick around for the average person? Um, the average time that people were listening in, how many new followers that you gained from what you did and the total amount of speakers between yourself and the, mo the other moderators that are in the room that that may have been you know, a part of that conversation. And so those are great tracking tools to be able to see, okay, this topic works, this doesn't work, or maybe the conversation worked or uh, just the time of day that you had the room, even yes. as simple, right? Is the time of day. Exactly. That's exactly. Incredible. So one thing that I think is a great takeaway that we're learning right now is yes, for many of you, Clubhouse might be a little confusing or 
a little intimidating, but as we're learning from Turdon, there's so many tools out there like Turdon herself, but like some of these analytic tools that can also help you as you're working through your strategic plan clubhouse and you have tools that you can put into place so that when you try something you can look back and and see how it worked i like that term that turned on that you use the stickiness of a room you know did people come and go right away or did they stick around for a while i think that's a a really fun kind of gauge your stickiness gauge super cool well listen let's end our talk and if you don't mind i'm going to have a takeaway from you i'm going to end our talk with a classic cta and invite our audience to make sure that you connect with Turdon after today's show. I'm putting her LinkedIn profile link up on the screen. Go ahead and screenshot that so that you can go ahead after our show and find her on LinkedIn. And it's going to be linkedin.com backslash I-N backslash Turdon, T-E-R-D-A-W-N. Or you can visit and learn more at Turdon.com or www.creativityhelps.com. Hey, you know what? Getting your own name as a URL on any platform nowadays is like nearly impossible. I can't get, you know, LinkedIn Marissa anymore or even Marissa Morgan. So I've <laughs> no, already I been learning I'm these not. awful lessons, right? First, yeah. first come, first serve. So I'm the only turned on in 7 billion people. I thank my parents for that. <laughs> right? You're the only turned on in 7 billion? Yes, I looked, I looked. <laughs> I remember I didn't like my name when I was born because no one had my name. And now more people have my name. And I'm like, oh, I wish not so many people had my name. So that's awesome. Well, you guys, thank you so much for joining us for our live show today. Our guest expert turned on an amazing go-to Clubhouse LinkedIn I'm Clubhouse LinkedIn, no, Clubhouse expert and someone who has been so successful at not only founding her own company, but also founding the clubhousedaily.com website, which is the largest Facebook group for business owners using Clubhouse. So if you haven't, make sure you check that out as well. It's www.clubhousedaily.com. And if you haven't yet, check out the Social Media Examiner. It's an excellent podcast uh, that really touches on all things digital marketing as well. And we're really excited that Michael Stelzner has given you such an amazing title like Clubhouse Expert and that he's really helped you in this journey to help other people on the platform because you're very good at it. And uh, it just takes one person sometimes, right? To mm -hmm. see your potential, and especially in a new area and give you a chance and help you on your journey. So we thank Michael Stelzner for connecting with you and helping you get the ball rolling. Yes, yes. I'm definitely grateful to, to Mike for that. <laughs> oh, very awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I'm going to go ahead and let you let you on with your beautiful day and a wonderful weekend. And thank you again so much for joining us today, Turdon DeVoe. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, everyone, for listening and watching as well. And you know what? I would be a fool to not remind people to connect with you on Clubhouse. What was I thinking? Oh. Uh, Right? I'm on Clubhouse as well. I did score my own name on Clubhouse, which was like the biggest win. So you can find me. I'm Marissa Morgan on Clubhouse at Marissa Morgan. Uh, how can everybody connect with you on Clubhouse, Turdon? Well, I'm the only Turdon on there. So <laughs> Turdon DeBow uh, at Turdon DeBow on all social platforms. You'll be able to find me. Awesome. You guys connect with Turdon. Make sure you saw, let her know you saw her on her Engage show. And again, Turdon, thank you so much for your time today. You were an amazing clubhouse rock star. We appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You guys, wasn't Turdon an amazing guest? So many insights, so many unique tips and tricks to help you as you dive into the Clubhouse app. And don't forget, I think the one takeaway that's incredibly important today is the importance of being purposeful, right? Purposeful in your strategy, purposeful in your connections. You want to connect with people and you want those connections to ultimately lead to leads and to conversions and to customers, and also to be purposeful when you're in the rooms and you're having discussions with people. Make sure you're adding value. Maybe you have an offer. Think about how you can offer value to people. And don't forget the all-important CTA. 
What do you want people to do? Do you want them to DM you on Instagram? Do you want them to go to your website? Do you want them to check out another link or maybe visit your Facebook group? Be purposeful, have that offer ready. And don't forget, there are great tools out there to help you with your analytics. Well, speaking of tools, it is now time for our Engage Digital Marketing News of the Week. And I'm gonna keep this really quick. We're talking about LinkedIn pages and how to help boost your LinkedIn company page. This is our second out of a five-part series of techniques to help you organically attract more followers to your company page, which is a problem many people are experiencing on LinkedIn. So we all know that LinkedIn is a thriving community for entrepreneurs, marketers, C-suite executives, and other decision makers. And it's important for you to remember if you're on LinkedIn, these members are on the lookout for original, insightful, and valuable content to not only expand their knowledge, but also help them achieve their professional goals. So that's important for you to remember. So a great way to capture attention of your audience is to publish compelling content. You can publish content that involves industry news, trends, other topics. You can create a live stream on LinkedIn Live, just like this one. And as a matter of fact, I do want to share a statistic with you. 88% of business decision makers agree that thought leadership content plays a crucial role in uplifting their perception of your company. So 88% of business decision makers say, basically, if you have thoughtful content, it helps their perception of you. Unfortunately, only 17% of those decision makers say that the content out there right now is really good or excellent. So overall, business decision makers are saying some of the content out there on LinkedIn isn't so great, and therefore, it doesn't help their perception of your company. So you can capitalize on that gap by publishing well-researched, useful, and relative content for the audience that you wish to attract to your company page. Things that you can do, you can write short or long-form posts. You can curate third-party articles, and you can showcase employee voices, as well as use the content suggestions feature on LinkedIn. That is our Engage Digital Marketing News of the Week, a great tip. It's all about content to help engagement and help boost engagement for your LinkedIn company page. Now, if you're just tuning in and you missed the show, or you have colleagues that would love to learn from all of Turdon's insights today on Clubhouse, don't forget to follow us on LinkedIn, and you can do that on our LinkedIn company page. There you'll find replays of today's show and a link that you can share this show with your colleagues. You can also email me directly if you have topic suggestions or any guest referrals for our show. And you can email me as well if you'd like more information on the Engage platform or our Engage Live program. It's marissa.m at engage, N-G-A-G-G-E.com. And I am on LinkedIn at the Marissa Morgan. You can find me on Instagram also as the Marissa Morgan. Tune in next Wednesday, our last show for the month of June. Our last show in this part of our program series, our guest will be Terry Brock, and he will be sharing with us how to create quality, compelling content quickly online. He's all about what he calls is the five K's. Our show will be June 30th at 12 p.m. Eastern here on LinkedIn Live. We do also stream to Facebook and also to YouTube as well. You guys, make sure you check out Engage.com. We are the world's only free forever suite of 25 plus engagement tools to help you grow and scale your business. And a big thank you to Engage for producing today's show. Couple comments from our viewers. Marcelo tuned in, says, wow, as always, a great guest. Her dawn is amazing. Marcelo, thank you again for joining us this week. Make sure you connect with her dawn and let her know you saw her on today's show. Thank you guys all so much for joining us. We'll see you here next Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon, where Terry Brock will be joining us to teach us how to really create compelling content to boost and grow your business in 2021 and beyond. Until then, I'll see you next time.